0: welcome to the christian bay podcast where christ and culture connects grab your journal you are watching a master at work hey y'all welcome to the christian bay tv and podcast where christ and culture connects i pray that you guys are having a wonderful day as you guys see from the title today we're talking about back into it and we're coming from the book of matthew chapter 3 and verse 3 so grab your journals I don't even got to say it. Y'all already know I got a story time. So this past weekend, my church had a men's and women's summit on Saturday and I went to it with my mom. So when we got to the men's and women's summit, we had to, it was actually at a church that wasn't our church. We were at another church because it was bigger and it was going to be, you know, more people. So when we got to the men's and women's summit, we pulled in and all of the parking was full. So they had like an empty field in the back that they were telling everyone to go to, to park in. So when we got to the back, there was a guy back there directing us and he told us, you know, make a left here. And then we realized it was a field. So my mom was like, well, we don't really want to park in this field. We're saying this to each other in a car. We're like, we don't really want to park in this field because when you park in a field, you know, it's cars in front of you and then you get in a spot and then cars come behind you because you have to park like rows. So when we were heading to where the man was to direct us to the field, we passed the parking spot and my mom was like, oh, it's a spot right there. But I just continued to listen to the man that was directing traffic who was directing me to the field. So once we got to the field and saw that if I park in the field, we're going to be blocked in because cars going to come behind us. My mom was like, just reverse and go back to that spot. So I'm driving and I'm just like, I'm going to have to reverse out of the field. And then there's cars coming this way. And then I got to go back to the front where the spot is because there was a spot right next to the door. But the person that was parked next to the spot was kind of over the line. So it wasn't a full spot. So I guess everyone was passing it because it didn't look like a car could fit in there because that person was parked kind of over the line. So my mom was like, go back. There was a spot. So I'm just like, oh, I don't want to reverse. And then if I have to reverse, there's cars coming this way. So I got to make sure I squeeze on the side to get past the cars. And then that man told me to come back here. If he wanted somebody to park in that spot, he would have directed a car to that spot. But you're not supposed to park there. But I was just like, okay, I'm going to listen to my mama. And I reversed. And the guy that was directing traffic literally watched me drive back past him, back to the front of the building where the door was. And then I began to put my car in reverse to get in that spot. So the cars that were coming in, they had to wait till I was finished so that they could go to the man and he could direct them to the field. So I'm just like, ooh, this spot is going to be tight because there's a reason why they're not directing or letting anyone get in this spot. It's only one spot left and everybody else is parking in the field. Why do we think we could fit in this spot? So y'all know I got my new Tesla. So I put that back camera to work. And I began to back into that spot. And when I was backing in, I was like, oh, it's going to be tight. Like, either it's going to be tight on your side or tight on my side. And we may not be able to open the door. So then I had to um, drive forward again to try to center myself in a way so that both of us can open the door. Mind y'all, the man that's directing traffic, directing everyone to the field, he's just watching me trying to get in this spot. So when I finally got in the spot and I opened my door, I had enough room to get out. And I was like, oh, mom, open your door. And when she opened her door she had enough room to get out too. So the spot appeared to be smaller than it actually was. Or maybe, maybe, it's another word in the word, maybe that spot was just assigned to my car because y'all know Tesla, I have a Tesla Model 3. So it's a small car. So maybe that spot was just tailor-made for me and another bigger car wouldn't have been able to fit in it. But when I backed in and I opened my door, my mom opened her door, we were able to get out comfortably in this spot that at least 20 or 30 cars had already passed by. Now, y'all are not new to this podcast. Y'all are not new to me. If y'all know me, y'all know I'm always looking for a word. Every day in my life, regardless of what I'm doing, I am looking for a move of God. I am looking for a revelation. I am always praying, God, make me sensitive to your Holy Spirit, regardless of where I am, what I'm doing. I'm always anticipating or expecting a word from God. And when I backed into this spot, I instantly got a revelation. And what God showed me in a revelation that God showed me with this parking situation and me backing into it is that. You don't know everything that you think you know. If you listen to last week's episode, Hands Free, we talked about this how children don't live life based on what they know they just live life according to whoever is over them they allow that person to have control and they're content in whatever season or whatever environment they're in and i feel like this is a continuation of that word you don't know everything you don't know the proximity you don't know if you can fit in that space i just need you to be obedient and do what i say So when I was reading my word this morning, God led me to Matthew chapter 3 and verse 3. And what it says is, it says the prophet Isaiah was speaking about John when he said, He is a voice shouting in the wilderness, prepare the way for the Lord's coming, clear the road for him. And what God showed me from reading this was, Life is like a wilderness. We're wandering through life and we're trying to figure out and we have certain people that's directing us to do certain things in certain situations and it seems like it's easier to go with the flow it seems like it's easier to just follow the traffic guy or the parking guy that's out here telling everybody where to go just do what he says and just fall in line but there are certain situations where God will tell you no go back to that spot and I understand that that man is assigned to be outside and I understand that he's directing traffic and I understand that everybody Is going that way, and everybody is just following suit and just parking in the field like you're supposed to. But I'm telling you to go back to that spot. And I know the man is going to look at you crazy when you drive by. And I know there may be some embarrassment if you get there and there's cars and they're blowing you and they're telling you to get out the way. But I need you to listen to the word that I'm telling you to do in this moment, in this wilderness, wherever you are in life. I need you to break the flow and go back to that spot. I know you already passed it, and I know it's going to cause you to work a little harder because now you have to reverse out of the field and then you have to wait for those cars to come in and you're gonna have to squeeze past the other cars and you're gonna have to go past the man and you might fear that he might stop you and tell you hey you can't go that way but I need you to just trust what I'm telling you to do in spite of what the flow looks like in spite of you being in the wilderness in spite of you not knowing this is gonna work I need you to go back to that spot. Matthew chapter 3 and verse 3 says, He is a voice shouting in the wilderness. It's in those seasons where you're trying to figure it out. It's in those motions and the flows of life where it seems like everything is happening and then God tells you to do something that goes against the grain. God tells you to do something that's going to cause for you to stand out. God tells you to do something that may not seem like it makes sense. God, you telling me to go back to that spot, but it's at least 20 cars that went before me that passed the spot. So if the spot was something that they could have got into, they would have got into it. So why are you telling me to go back to it? It doesn't make sense. And why would I just be the one One car that try it out while the rest are just following suit. God said, I need you to go back to that spot. So Matthew chapter three and verse three says he is a voice shouting in the wilderness In you trying to figure it out in you wondering how to go about this situation. He is a voice shouting and then it says, prepare the way for the Lord's coming. When it comes to preparing something, you must do that before the thing or the promise even happens. There's something that must happen first before God can move in the way that he needs to move. You're going to have to do something. There's a role that you have to play. So it says, prepare the way for the lord's coming and this is where you may be a little embarrassed this is where the extra work comes in because now i gotta reverse and now i gotta squeeze past these cars and now i gotta try to figure out if i can get in this spot and if i do all of this preparing and it doesn't work out now i'm embarrassed because i wasted my time if i get out of this field and i reverse side and i go past these cars and i go past this man and i get to this spot and my car doesn't fit i'm gonna look stupid because now i gotta go back to the field see i feel feel like I know what's best and I'm already thinking about it not working out based on what I know. But God says, prepare. I need you to prepare for the promise that I told you about, even when you don't know if it's going to work out. I need you to go back to that spot. And while I was thinking about this situation, I wrote down five things that God allowed to stand out to me. And the first thing was everyone else was following the direction of the man. Even though y'all, this spot was right next to the door to get into the church, like right at the front and the man was further down. So when you came in, he's already at the end of the road, directing you to the field, but you got to pass the spot to get to him. Everyone else was just following the direction of the man, following the flow of life, following what this world says we're supposed to do. Following the blueprint that somebody else created, following how this procedure is usually done, following what it looks like to apply for this type of job, following what it looks like to get into this school and following what it looks like to get into the fashion industry, industry and following what it looks like on TikTok. They say you need to do to accomplish this goal. Everyone is just following the blueprint that man has created, but God says in the wilderness and in the flow of life, you have the opportunity to follow what man is telling you to do or you can listen to my Holy Spirit because my voice is like a shouting in the wilderness. The second thing that God showed me is that the man watched me go the opposite way. There's going to be people that are watching you do the opposite of what everybody else is doing. Do the opposite of what the world tells you to do. Do the opposite of what the man or what social media or what your family is telling you to do. There's going to be people that watch you do the opposite. And this may seem like a small thing, but this actually makes it scary. See, I would have been less nervous to go back to the spot if nobody was out in the parking lot. But the fact that this man was assigned to work the parking lot and he was directing people and he told me to go this way and now I'm openly going the opposite way. What if he come run me down? And what if he tell me, oh, no, you can't do that. There's so many what ifs when you know that people are watching because now I'm worried about being embarrassed. And God is saying, are you going to listen to me in spite of the people watching? Are you going to push past the what ifs and follow the who? Who is telling you to do this? I don't care. God said, I don't care who is standing outside. I don't care what they told you to do. I don't care what, what, what way looks like the right way. I need you to follow the who and not the why. People are watching but God is more important than people. See, if I did all of that in front of the people watching and my car didn't fit, I would have been embarrassed. And God is saying, are you willing to be embarrassed for me? Are you willing to put yourself out there and look like the oddball? There could have been somebody that drove past me like, oh, where's she going? Or that probably thought I was leaving the summit or that probably thought I just didn't know I was going. There's so many assumptions that could have been made, but are you willing to deal with the opinion and the perspectives of people in order to stay in alignment with what God is telling you to do, because there could have been people and that man could have been wondering or looking at me crazy. Like why is she even going that way? But imagine how they all felt when they saw me get in that space. Another thing that stood out in this situation is that if the spot didn't work out, I would have had to get to the end of the line. I would have had to get to the end of the line and really be parked in the field Block in in both ways. If it didn't work out, I would have had to get to the end of the line. So what if I allowed my, if it doesn't work out to stop me, I would have never known that my car could fit in that spot. And there's somebody that's listening to this podcast and you are allowing your what if to paralyze you. You are allowing your what if to make you be disobedient to who is calling you to go a different direction. And the who is God. You know what God is telling you to do, but you too focused on, well, they said I need to do this. And if I go that way, then it's going to be embarrassment. And I don't want the man to run up and say something to me. So I'm not even going to try it the way that I know God is telling me to try it. And God is saying your what if is keeping you from elevating your what if is keeping you from having favor your what if is keeping you out of his will he said i need you to push past the what if because you're focused on who is telling you to do it my what if would have kept me in the field when i knew i didn't want to be in that place god had a spot ready for me all along but my what if could have caused me to be in the field when there was already favor waiting on me so my question for you is are you allowing your what if or what you think you know to keep you from what God has assigned for you God has a spot waiting for you that nobody else can fit in They car can't get in there that's not the spot for them that's why you saw the others pass it because it wasn't for them but you so focused on not trying to break the flow and you so focused on not wanting to be embarrassed and you so focused on well what if it doesn't work out that you are robbing your Yourself of the favor that's attached to your life. You got to go against the grain. You're going to have to break the flow to get into this abundance that God has assigned to your life. There's a spot waiting for you. But the thing about God is, and this is another thing that I, that stood out to me that I wrote down is that the spot is open for the one that's bold enough to blindly back into it. Because if I would have went in the field, eventually There would have been somebody else that was bold enough to say, let me go against the grain and give it a try. There would have been somebody else that was bold enough to say, I understand what everybody else is doing. And I understand what this man is directing us to do. And I understand what the world is telling me to do. And I understand that y'all said you need a degree for this job. And I understand that this is how y'all normally do it at the business, but I'm bold enough to back into it another way. I'm bold enough to back into it a way that y'all never seen done before. I'm bold enough to hold up traffic and and say, let me see if I can fit in here. I'm bold enough to not care if this man chased me down because I'm chasing down some favor. I'm bold enough to go against the grain and say, God, I know you can make a way. I'm bold enough to get in the spot that is still and it's sitting here open. I'm bold enough to try to get into it. And if it doesn't work out, it's not going to be because I didn't try. I'm bold enough to back into it. I'm bold enough to blindly back into it. And that's today's seed, blind but bold. God, I don't know if it's gonna work out and I know it may be some embarrassment and I know they may have some stuff to say about me and I know I may have to get to the end of the line after I give it a try, but I'm bold enough to blindly back into it. I'm bold enough to blindly have faith. I'm bold enough to blindly put my put my faith to the test. I'm bold enough to blindly try to make it work out. I'm not just gonna go with the flow of life. I'm not just gonna do how they say I should do, God. I'm bold enough to step outside of the norm and say, I'm gonna try it this way and if it doesn't work, then oh well, but at least I gave it a try. God, I'm bold enough to blindly back into what you calling me to. I'm bold enough to blindly listen to you. I'm bold enough to blindly put my faith to the test. I'm bold enough to blindly stand in it. Even if I got to hold up traffic, even if I got to look stupid, even if I got to try to rearrange the car two or three times, how many ever times it take. I'm bold enough to blindly back into it because I got that type of faith. So today's seed is the blind but bold seed. And you can sell that to dollar sign to Christian Bay or PayPal, Christian Bay at gmail.com. God, I don't know if my car gonna fit in this space. And I don't know if I'm gonna get that job. And I don't know if I'm gonna succeed in this place. And I don't know if they're gonna give me another opportunity. And I don't know how the health report is gonna come back. And I don't know if the relationship is gonna be restored. And I don't know if I'm gonna get some new friends if I cut off these. But I'm bold enough to blindly back into whatever you're calling me to, whatever spot you got for me. I'm bold enough to blindly back into Whatever area you calling me to fill, I'm bold enough to blindly back into it. Whatever state you calling me to, I'm bold enough to blindly back into it. Whatever new season you pushing me in, whatever you're ripping and stretching off of me, I'm bold enough to blindly back into it. And if it don't fit, then oh well, but it's not going to be because I was disobedient. I'm bold enough to blindly back into it. Blind, but bold. That's today's seed. Let's pray. Father God, first and foremost, thank you for waking us up and blessing us with another day. Thank you for this fresh revelation, Father God. Thank you for using me as your vessel. Father God, thank you for each and every person under the sound of my voice. Father God, I just pray that this word reaches the ears that you set out for it to reach. I pray that they received it and it plants a seed of boldness in their heart, Father God. I pray that they don't just go with the flow of life, Father God, because the only thing that goes with the flow is dead fish, Father God. And we are alive thanks to you, Father God. So I pray that you wake up our boldness, that you increase it to another level, Father God, that you make us bold enough to go against the grain, Father God, bold enough to step out of line, bold enough to go with the flow that you set for us and not the flow that this world tells us we must live according to, Father God. Allow us to be bold in your kingdom, bold for your kingdom, Father God, bold based on what you called us to do, Father God. Give us clarity. Give us discernment, Father God. Give us wisdom, direction, and guidance, Father God, to step into the lanes that you called us to, in spite of what it may look like. Like in spite of what anybody has to say in spite of whether they think we're qualified or not Father God allow our boldness to be paired with our faith Father God to be driven and pushed by you Father God allow us to find our worth within you allow us to find our identity within you Father God and not question what it is that you're telling us to do make us always be sensitive to your Holy Spirit Father God so that we can live according to the steps that you order for us Father God we thank you for the spot that you saved for us we thank you for the clarity and the faith. That you have assigned over our life, Father God. And we just pray to be obedient in all of our ways. We pray to seek after you. We pray that our, our vision and that our, our hearing is sensitive to what it is that you have to say, Father God. Allow us to not be swayed by the things and the knowing of this world, but to be moved only by your word and your will, Father God. Continue to direct us, continue to give us favor, continue to set spots aside for us, Father God, and give us the boldness to continue to go out of our way to step into it, if we got to reverse out and if we got to position ourselves properly, Father God, allow us to not grow weary in well-doing, allow us to not grow weary in waiting, but to trust that in your perfect timing, we'll get in the spot that you have assigned for us. Regardless of what the world said and regardless of the way that the world is going, we will continue to follow and seek after your will, Father God. We sow the blind but bold seed today, Father God, because that is how we're going to live, walking by faith and not by sight, We claim and we speak and we step toward the spot that you have already saved for us, Father God. We love you and we'll forever praise your name. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. I love you guys so much. And I thank you for listening to another episode of the Christian Bay TV and podcast. Have a good day, bye.